0: Welcome to the Let's Have a Word podcast. This podcast was created to help students and adults in their daily lives, to encourage them to be in the word more often, and to share their Savior more frequently. So come along now, and let's have a word.
1: Hello everybody, and welcome to another episode of the Let's Have a Word podcast. I am once again joined by a very special guest, Mike, Pastor Mike LeMotny from Time of Grace Ministries, and also a pastor at the Corn Appleton. So we have another topic that we're going to talk about, and it's something that I know I struggled with, like especially when I'm in public and stuff, sharing Jesus with others. So it's it's a wonderful message, like we've talked about in the episode that we've recorded, you know, it's beautiful. Your book, three words uh, that can change your life. God is here and just how, how crazy that is. But it's, it's, it's really hard to share that message with other people. So what's your advice on how it can, how we can make it easier and make it, I guess, second nature.
2: Mm. Oh, Nathan, you didn't know this. When you asked me to be in this episode, but I'm the <laughs> I'm the wrong person to interview, because um, I oh boy, I I've never felt great about this part of my Christian life. Um, you know, giving generously, I, I feel good about reading my Bible every day. I feel good about being a, a decent husband and a good Christian dad. I feel good about, but yeah, have I've always struggled with this one, and I don't know if it's because I'm wise or if it's because I'm a coward. So Colossians 4, verses 2 through 6, uh, the Apostle Paul says, be wise in the way you act towards outsiders. Um, You know, he talked about praying that God would open a door for a good opportunity for him to share the gospel. And that passage has always made me think like, I don't know that God insists that you have to grab every person in line at the grocery store and share long gospel with them. That just doesn't seem wise. It seems like the door is closed. And you're trying to, you're trying to bust in and it's locked. <laughs> so I think that kind of takes the, pres- you know, sometimes we guilt ourselves into saying this might be the, they're sitting next to me on an airplane. They might die this week. And I was the one who was supposed to tell them the gospel so they wouldn't go to hell. And I didn't, (laughs) you know, it's (laughs) just like, like I get it and I'm all about sharing the gospel. But I think it just pressures us into a corner where we just, we feel like we have to, even if the door isn't open. So I think sometimes taking time, investing in relationships, letting our light shine, living a good life. First Peter three talks about wives, not even using their words, but winning over their husbands by the way they live. If their husbands don't believe, um, Jesus talked about letting your light shine so people could see your good deeds and praise your father in heaven. So maybe the first step that I'd encourage listeners to consider is like intentionally love someone the best that you can. You know, be the friend who is more generous and more kind and more there and more encouraging than other friends. Be the, be the co-worker who steps up, respects your boss, works their hardest even when no one's looking. Like, I, I've just learned that if I, if I do that for a year or two, the people in my life who aren't church-going people, will start to ask me questions about spiritual stuff. So maybe that's a good place to start. I, I've i tried for 25 years to find like a gimmick or a line or a technique that's going to make it so easy to share the gospel with anyone. And I, I just haven't found it.
1: <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's not easy to just walk up to someone and be like, hey, let me tell you about Jesus.
2: Maybe some people have the gift of an evangelist. The Bible talks about that, and they can just make that work with an open door. Uh, but I don't have that gift.
1: <laughs> well, yeah, and I guess you don't—you don't want to, like you said, that if the door is closed, you don't want to try to force it either, like with one of your friends or something, because you know then they'll just they'll get a heavier lock and put a heavier lock on, or yeah. barricade the door. You know, maybe they'll shove a desk in front of it. (laughs) And it's going to, it's going to make, it's going to, not only is it going to make you make it harder for you to uh, get in there, but it's also if other people are trying as well, too.
2: That is really well said. Yeah, you never know, you know, maybe that door doesn't open for you, but maybe you make a really good impression and the next Christian neighbor that this person has, the, the door is a little bit more open to them. So, you know, maybe, so we've talked about one extreme, be wise, don't shove it down people's throats. I think we also need to talk about the other one where you wait for so long that you never take the courageous step to talk about Jesus. Um, that's probably where I struggle more. I have soccer teammates, atheist, Muslim, all kinds of background. And you know, I've I've known them and loved them and been friends with them for six and a half years now. And some of them I just haven't swallowed hard and taken the chance to talk to them really openly about law, gospel, sin and grace. So sometimes we need to wait and sometimes we gotta stop waiting, pray for courage and share the good news with all creation.
1: Yeah, definitely. Um, I guess to do another illustration and to kind of highlight the extremes and maybe this will uh, sprout something up and you'll, you'll get that as uh, I use this illustration. Um, but it's like uh, if you use uh, it, um, I guess Jesus talks about faith like a mustard seed and um, you have the sower in the seed and he likes using examples and stuff, illustrations, I guess, for uh, parables to for people to get it. But um, if you have every person's seed, you can plant the seed in, like, someone's heart or whatever. And you don't want to water it down and, uh, I guess, you don't want to drown it by pounding Jesus down their throats. Mm. And you can't expect a tree to grow right away either. Um but you also don't like you said the extreme that you just talked about, you don't want to leave it there and then have the plant wither away and die, and it's too late to bring it back
2: hmm. yeah, yep, it's just finding that middle ground. I think that's tricky, and especially because in in the culture we're we're living in now, there's a lot of bad baggage with Christianity. Um, a lot of our friends who don't believe just think of Christians as judgmental, holier-than-thou, homophobic, they're too political, they don't believe in science. So if I roll up and just say, hey, you should come to my church. like <laughs> church, why, why would I want to go to church? You know, maybe in 1950s America, people thought, oh, yeah, we all should go to church. But, like, I have to let someone see up close how good it is to be a Christian how I grieve with hope, how I don't live with shame, how I know what to do with fear, how I have God with me every set. And like, man, just let them see that up close and realize, huh, I didn't know Christians live like that. And man, once that door is open, yeah, like you said, don't, don't wait. Now's your chance. Uh, go and make disciples.
1: Yeah, and I guess something that's interesting is, uh, like you just said, People, people view us as homophobic or, you, like you just said, you name it, um, and they can see the church as that, and so it can be hard for them to be like, well, why would I want to be like that person? But if you live your life and show your light like we talked about uh, a few minutes ago when we just started, it, I feel like you have a better chance of cracking the door open by just not you know sharing Jesus with them and just living your life as a Christian I guess it almost it almost seems like it would be better for you to not tell them anything about Jesus and just have them watch you and see the way you live and then through that that almost seems like it may be a better opportunity than to have them ask you the question Mm. about hey what makes you different Rather than you, you know, directly sharing it with them.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Th- sometimes I think you're exactly right. N- not always. But <laughs> honestly, I uh... I like to just love people before they find out that I'm a pastor. Because once, uh, once people, f- <laughs> someone once asked me if I wanted a name tag to wear around church. So, you know, if guests don't know who you are, then they know the name tag. And I said, no, no, no. I want to show up and be hospitable and kind and nice. And then later, people sit down and say, oh, that guy was the pastor. Like, (laughs) instead of them feeling weird, like, oh, here's the pressure. He's going to make a big sale and, you know, try to get us to come to the church. And that's why he's probably being nice to Mm -hmm. us. He wants us to stay. Um, I would rather just people say, wow, that was a nice guy. And then find out I'm a, I'm a nice guy because of Jesus. Uh, so, yeah, I, I think there is some advantage in letting the light shine first and then dropping the good news on them afterwards.
1: Well, and you, you talk about uh, shining the light and I don't know, I, I guess I really like illustrations cause I'm going to use another one. Mm-hmm. Um, but I like to think of us being um, like broken pieces of glass and I don't know if you've seen the Japanese art at all, but Mm. what's really cool about the the broken pottery is they fill in the cracks with gold and everything. Mm. And what I'm getting to is that that gold or the broken glass reflects the light of Jesus more than a glass or jar or bowl that is not broken. Mm.
2: Amen. I, At my first, uh, the first place where I was a pastor, there was a woman who was an agnostic, really did not have a good experience with Christians. And I had coffee with her. And she, the short version of the story is she now became a Christian. I got to baptize her. Uh, Amazing, amazing story. She said the reason she was willing to read the Bible with me was the first time where we sat down to talk. I had, uh, I had mentioned to her that addiction was part of my past and it just caught her so off guard, like, wait, the, the Christian, you know, here are these broken parts of my life that are, are, they're messy and I mess things up, but there's this, you know, gold, the gold glue of grace or however you want to put it, that just shines so bright. Like being a Christian, isn't a, I'm not a Christian cause I'm perfect. I'm a Christian because Jesus was perfect, and that's why it's beautiful to me. That's why I go to church. That's why I read the Bible. That's why I pray. So, yeah, letting people get close enough and being transparent enough to maybe burst their bubble on what Christians are and what we think we are. Uh, for some people, like this woman, and that can be a game-changing, like, put your guard down. This isn't a competition to see who's a better person. It's just about the Jesus who fixed what's broken about us
1: yeah for sure and it is it is really hard to to do that when like you used earlier that grocery store like you're staying behind it's, it's hard to get to that point with someone you know to where you can share your brokenness with them yeah. and show them how, how great jesus is and how perfect he was
2: yeah yeah it's I can't back this up with a bible passage Nathan but I think if if me and you and everyone listening if if we didn't feel like the pressure to to convert everyone but we just picked two people this year like God just helped me love them better than ever before I'm praying God open a door God give me the courage give me the words holy spirit when that door opens like if all of us just had two people like that, oh man, I would love to see what could happen in in God's kingdom when we just intentionalize our evangelism that way.
1: Yeah, there was a there was a time of grace video that you you came out with and you said, um, actually, I'll let you say it because you'll say it better than I will. But you talked about if we told two people how how quickly mm-hmm. um, the whole world would would know.
2: Yeah yeah I think the 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 exponential math is that if if I was the only Christian on the planet and on day one I told you and someone else about Jesus and then on day two the three of us each told two more people about Jesus the time it would take to share the gospel with all seven point eight billion people I think if my math is right is twenty one or twenty two days
1: yeah I think you said twenty two days yep which is, it is it's crazy. Yeah.
2: <laughs> yeah. It's just exponential math. So really we don't have to share the gospel with a hundred people every day. The whole, all of creation could hear the good news with just one or two relationships we intentionally invest in.
1: Well, I think uh, one of the, the biggest things that some, someone could take away from this is that it's not you uh, sharing it's, it's not your doing that is making this person believe, you know, it's it's all in God's hands, you know, like going back to that jar illustration, we're not the ones who are giving off the light, the light's coming from somewhere else. We're just, we're just reflecting it.
2: Yeah. Well said. Yep. Thank God. If the Holy spirit wasn't involved, nothing good would happen, but because he's involved, man, crazy things can happen. I've, I've seen people converted and baptized and become Christians that, Like, like Saul, you think, no way, no way, (laughs) no way is that guy. He kills Christians. He's never going to become one. And that same Holy Spirit that changed Saul's heart is working. When you speak, when I love my friends, like, wow, there's so much potential in evangelism because the Holy Spirit is involved.
1: Yeah, for sure. I know just uh, we're concluding here, but something that I do every day when I get up, uh, is my prayer is, Lord, please help me to be an instrument for someone to see you through me today. And I think I think that's uh, a good mindset to have when you're wanting to, you know, share Jesus with others.
2: Cool, I love it. That's a great prayer, Nathan.
1: Well, thank you very much for all of your insight on this even though like you said it's it's something that you struggle with i know i struggle with it and it's not easy to do but it's it's definitely important and i think at the end of the day we just need to need to realize that it's it's all god's doing when someone else someone else hears about it
2: well yeah I, i should have said it before but uh Time of Grace has been a pretty cool resource for a lot of people to share the good news instead of, you know, if a face-to-face conversation, which is amazing, if it's like too much pressure for a person to respond, you can say, hey, I saw this video and I thought of you. I'd love to know what you think of it. Send them a link. Like, boom, they're, <laughs> they're hearing the gospel from somewhere else, or, you know, a podcast that you hear from wherever. That can be a really non-confrontational way, especially in the digital age to share the gospel with other people and keep on talking about it.
1: For sure. Yeah. Great information here. Thank, thank you very much again for, for doing this. It's, it's wonderful. Obviously, people can find you through Time of Grace. Where else could people find you, I guess?
2: Yeah. Uh, once again, just jump on Instagram at Pastor Mike Novotny, N-O-V-O-T-N-Y. And uh, you should find a lot of fun stuff, a lot of gospel stuff, and I hope some of it's a blessing to you.
1: Thank you very much, Pastor Mike, for all of your time.
2: Thanks, Nathan. Have a good day.
1: You too.
0: Thank you for listening to the Let's Have a Word podcast. This podcast is available on almost every streaming service available, and you can even listen online at anchor.fm let's have a word. If you have any questions or comments, please do not hesitate to send an email to let's have a word podcast at gmail.com. You can find us on social media platforms like Facebook and Instagram at let's have a word podcast. And please, please share the show with others. It's the only way that we can get our word out there. Thanks again for listening. And now, go have a word with God and share that word with others.